This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. The Believe Podcast Network presents the FCS Football Podcast with Joe DeLeon. Well, let's get fat. And Sean Anderson. I am a soothsayer. We're tuned into the Believe in FCS Football Podcast. I'm Joe DeLeon here with my former teammate, former roommate from the University of Rhode Island, Sean Anderson. And we've got a really interesting point of conversation for today's episode that is relevant for the entire landscape of college football, but particularly relevant for the content that we put out on this channel. So at the beginning of the week, at the very end of the NFL draft cycle, there was the news headline that popped up that Pitt receiver Jordan Addison was going to be taking a huge NIL contract to leave Pitt. The Bolitnikov winner was going to leave Pitt to go to USC. And then eventually he doesn't, it ends up being clear that he's not actually leaving, but he's still entering the transfer portal because of the NIL money that was offered to him while he was still a member of this pit team. More and more stories pop up over the week of tampering, NIL, all of these points of contention regarding NIL and all of the craziness that has become the landscape of recruiting these days. And we have the perfect gem, I think, to, to really cap off this discussion here. We're on the Believe in NFL Draft Prospects podcast, South Dakota State tight end Tucker Kraft unveils to Ryan that the All-American tight end received a six-figure offer from multiple Power Five programs in order to leave, and he decides to stay. That circulates a ton, ends up being in a Bro Bible article, which was as of last night. And perfect timing, I think, for us, Sean, as two former FCS guys who just finished up right when all of this started to really pick up steam to talk about this, especially it being an FCS tight end that was one who chose to go back to school. Yeah, I, I we see, I mean, the, the transfer portal is, it's been booming more than it ever has in the last couple of years. And then now we have the NIL stuff tacked on top of it. I understand why commissioners are, are stepping down. I understand why people are saying, I don't want to deal with this. You, somebody else can come in here and deal with this and try to maneuver the new infrastructure where student athletes could be getting uh, offers from, uh, you know, a, Lamborg- a Lamborghini dealership like Bijan Robinson. I mean, that was awesome. That That's like a whole separate thing. It's but awesome. Fantastic that he but got that. Then it becomes, okay, instead of the old ways of tampering, which was still tampering and illegal, now it's really just right in your face saying, okay, Hey, do you want a Lamborghini? Come play for us. And it's all it 
that's got to be really hard to be able to turn down. And it's just, it, it, I didn't think that it was going to move this fast, this quickly with the athletes getting such massive, massive deals. It, I, leave, leave. If you're in administration, leave. But so Sean, like that's where things I think start to get complicated. You, you pointed out here where it was originally supposed to be a marketing chip. It was supposed to be something for these players to earn the amount of money that is associated with their notoriety, with the the recognition of their their name, yeah. like John Robinson earning that Lamborghini deal that was given to him. That's what you want to be able to see is these guys getting those things offered to him. The Onyx had the, the the sweet tea deal. You had right. you have offensive linemen getting getting deals as a group, and then at Rhode Island we saw how the 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 Rhode Island team whenever when it came into effect we kind of saw it like oh this is how it operates. Oh here's an energy drink that I will. I will mm-hmm. use and promote and I'll get some of the energy energy drink and I'll get paid for it. And because I play football here, I can get paid to do this, which is I'm like, oh, OK, this makes a good amount of sense. But when it comes to like the tampering and now offers that aren't offers, but are true are offers saying, hey, you get the you sign with us. Here's something that we can make happen. That's that seems a little different than the original intent of the of, of this. Right. That's what I'm getting at here is that it's supposed to be a way for that these guys are are no longer getting screwed out of the ability to make money off of how big of an entity that they are at their various programs. And then not only if for the small schools or across the country, but to be national entities. If you're a Heisman contender and you're going to win a national award, you deserve to be approached by massive companies to say, be in a, a Dr. Pepper commercial, be in uh, uh, this, you know, this commercial for, for Home Depot, do these various things and participate in our marketing. But what it has now become so quickly, so fast, without any ability to properly react and maneuver and provide guidelines for this stuff, is that schools are now just straight up saying, okay, we know a guy at this company and he's going to pay you $2 million. You just need to post one time on your social media account and then we're going to give you a house and you're going to come play here. That's the intent, it sounds like, of the Jordan Addison thing. Like We don't even know when you hear about these NIL deals. You never actually hear about this company is offering this player to do and and come play for this school. It's this school is offering this player to come play for them. And you never hear what company they're supposed to be marketing. No. It is suddenly just a bargaining chip. And we immediately in one offseason, one offseason, Sean, we went from marketing deals and money and extra paychecks for these guys that have earned it to all of the sudden pay to play. That's it. There's no in between. It's pay to play immediately. That's what we've gotten to. It is. And I can see a lot of, um, and I can feel it also, a l- the, the jealousy of seeing these guys getting these offers earned like as they may be. Anything. <laughs> I, I understand, but you, you know, it's not, it's not just us. Those in the, in the nation as well yeah. are jealous and they, they want to make that kind of money. They want to be offered that kind of money and they feel a certain type of way when they see other people getting it, especially as like a 19 or 20 year old. It's another reason why, uh, like with the, the TikTok celebrities, you're like, mm. y- y- you don't like them because they're making thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars with millions of followers and millions of subscribers for doing something that you could do, but you couldn't do it. Uh, you know, whatever the dance is, whatever, how good they look, however, however they look, whatever, whatever specific niche they fill niche, uh, they fill. You can't you can't fill that so you feel a little bit of anger towards them or towards the system or the however the practices are put in place and I can see how that is being put out there with the NIL stuff and on the surface 
level you're seeing oh the pro the positive people of it are like okay cool yeah i want you to come to my school this is about me i'm greedy i want you to come to my school this is what i, I oh yeah i hope you get paid that so you can come play for us i can watch you on saturdays and then the antis are just are, they're they're upset because they don't go to their school and then they have a big problem with the nil and the tampering yeah all of a sudden it is becoming that where again it's a point of contention yes. that has has created here separate from all the nil stuff and in the pay to play I think eventually once there is a new governing body that regulates college football, and I really do believe that eventually it's going to be the college football playoff that becomes that regulatory body for FBS. Until we get that, we're going to keep getting more of the pay-to-play. And I'm actually not that opposed to pay-to-play, Sean. I'm actually not that against that, that this is what it's become. But what I really don't like is the ability for these programs to tamper. The issue is, and we see it at the professional level, that if you are under contract and somebody from another organization and you're going to be an impending free agent, or maybe even it's a couple of years away from being an impending free agent, someone from another organization, if they spoke to you and said like, you should demand a trade to our team or like you should come play for us when you when the contract's up, like any of those things, it is a highly penalized offense in these professional leagues. And the big reason why they do this is that they want to remain and allow for competitive parity. They want smaller market teams with good players to be able to renegotiate yes. with those players to keep them before a bigger, better, big market, Los Angeles or New York or, or Washington, D.C. Or, or Miami team to step in and negotiate and steal them away because they have more things to offer and it's in a better environment, a better market. And what we're now getting is it's there's no tampering guidelines, it seems like. there's There's no regulations to prevent this from happening, I'm sure there will be eventually. The pushback that I've gotten on this, so I was on a radio spot on Friday and I actually got into it back and forth with the with the host because he disagreed with me. He was like, he was saying that if if I if I graduate from school and I'm at a job and somebody offers me from another company while I'm still under contract, they offer me a bigger salary and better benefits, I should be allowed to negotiate them with them and leave. But that's a completely different environment. It's yes. not we're not empowering the athletes in that circumstance. It's supposed to be athlete empowerment, but instead we're empowering the bigger, better programs like Alabama and Georgia and Florida and Michigan and Ohio State. We're empowering those programs to continue to violate and take advantage of the system that has always benefited them. It is the the value of athletic parity. And I'll, I have another point just about the athlete protection yeah. later on. But the value of athletic parity is, is not only good for the fans of the sports, but the athletes in high school and middle school and developing athletes to, to have the, not the ability, but to, to stick it out and, and be, and let athletics shape you into what athletics can shape you into. What if that's becoming more, more well-rounded, if it's becoming a uh, better knowledge and use of your body, you know, you, you have a camaraderie with your team, you learn how to work well with others. And then with that, you can find a way to, I think, become a more well-rounded person and we need more well-rounded people. So if you do that, you see more athletes quitting, don't want to go D2, don't want to go D3, don't want to go FCS, don't want to go to these places unless they're getting $100,000 deals and they just say, okay, I'll just become a video game streamer and, and quit sports. That is that is what I am worried about when it comes to all of this. I, I, I don't want... I don't want it to be an Oakland Athletics situation where you're bummed out when you go to the Oakland Athletics. You should mm -hmm. be pumped up when you get to college, if you're playing uh, college sports. You should be pumped up no matter where you go. 
because that is a feat that not everybody can achieve no matter how hard they try they just can't make it you should be pumped up and not disappointed and hope oh yeah maybe in two years i can i can transfer to somewhere where they'll pay me uh, maybe the yankees will pick me up I, i i i don't that doesn't sit right with me everybody should have the ability to be recruited by a school they want to or even if it's a backup school or something like that find a fit sometimes it's not a great fit but for the most point uh, most times you still figure it out and, and without that it, it feels like less people are finding the the true problem solving skills or working through their adversity at the school and and grinding it out and then with the it, the NIL stuff it's like okay here's an easy out to this and, and maybe there's I don't know. I don't know if I'm bitter. I don't know what it is. The easy out is, is I don't know how valuable that is later on. If you, if you took that, you ended up in a, a, a weirder situation than what you were in. Wait, so you're saying you don't I'm know saying so much the that, value that it, of, I'm of saying if the rich keep, leave. if the rich keep on getting richer with this NIL stuff, then right. what does it just become? What is it, a 10 team, 10 teams every single year? We could say it's 10 teams yeah. every single year, but it's, it's a, it's the power fives, you know, it, it, we, I, I, I like the parody. I like everyone having the equal opportunity. What it, And everyone kind of does. You kind of do. You don't know who is really going to blow up next year and become a, mm-hmm. a dominating force, but I want it to be as equal as it can be across all the all, all the teams. The, uh, right. Single A, double A, whatever it is. Just keep it exactly. Keep it equal. So that that again, that's where like I'm coming from here is that the argument of like, oh, the these kids should be allowed to take advantage of these opportunities. But again, NIL in its inherent definition is supposed to be obviously athlete empowerment, but it's supposed to be brands offering these guys marketability and and paying for their name recognition and, and all the things that I, I highlighted earlier on. Like a good example is that Tucker Kraft, if you go on his Twitter. He keeps tweeting every day and tagging Kraft Heinz and saying, "How how long until I get you guys to recognize me?" Like that's a that is a a marriage you know that's like was yeah. perfectly made that Kraft should should offer him money and he should be able to. He's got a marketing agent and I and I an nil agent that quote tweeted the clip that we posted and said like we're really happy that we're representing Tucker and he should be able to go negotiate that. A school should not be able to come in and negotiate for his services. That is where I'm I'm getting really messed up. If a player is good enough, they're going to get offered money by brands whatever amount that it is. But for a school to come in and just offer a a, a paycheck is going to lead to to more and more as you were saying, there's going to be 10 good teams that have the biggest payrolls in NIL and you have these boosters that don't care if they lose money. They've got hundreds of millions of dollars. They just want to see a good product on the field. They want to see their teams win. They will throw as much money at this as possible I don't even to know produce good rosters. I don't even know if it's that. I think they want the attention on them also. I think it's turning yeah. more into celebrity and not as much athlete. Whereas college athletics should be focused on college athletics. If you can become a celebrity in college, if you can do it, so be it. You know, it, it, no... I'm not going to knock Carmelo Anthony for being the most famous person in college basketball uh, when he was at uh, uh, Syracuse. Mm-hmm. Nobody should, but it feels like also the student is getting taken out of student athlete uh, oh, as well gone. more we, and we more. It's, we, it's, we it's, can't even try. It's, it's, it's gone. It's, it's out the window. Yeah, which I don't know. I it, it's like whatever. It's, I know we didn't come here to play school. I know right. we didn't we didn't go to play school. But a lot of our teammates benefited from having a college degree also mm-hmm. you know guys that didn't come to play school got a degree 
way better off. You know, it, I don't, it, it's it's very very early on to see where it goes, but a, a weird gut feeling is saying that we got to something has to happen before we we cross some bridges we can't uncross. By the way, we uh, I forgot to get the read in. Um, oh. Sean, would you like to... Ch- speaking of money and... Oh, uh-huh, yeah. Speak, deals. <laughs> speaking of money, do you want to win a bunch? <laughs> Here's a ham-fisted ad read. Uh, our <laughs> Transition properly. Go ahead. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures for all your sports that you really believe in for next year. Don't forget the MLB is back as well. Betting, uh, bet online is conti- your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started, so head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code Believe. That's B L E A V to receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Thank you, Sean. So the the question I want to ask now, after kind of talking about and highlighting all the various issues that come into play here. And I also would like to highlight again, Sean and I are very much major supporters of NIL and these guys making money, but we are also as former athletes. And I think a lot of former athletes would agree. Competitive fairness is also very key. I, I don't want to yeah. see teams because some of these teams can stash and offer kids like Tucker craft. They're going to offer the big bucks to certain recruits like million dollar deals to come start. And then they're going to offer these six figure deals to kids like Tucker craft to just be depth pieces. And they might think that they're coming there to compete for a starting job, but they're just going to be gradually. It's going to turn into, it feels like it's going to turn into 10 teams, just stashing as many good players as possible on their roster. And I don't want that. And it, it plays into the, the competitive fairness part of things. But Sean, I yeah. want to actually. I'll go ahead. I'm. I'll ask the question. No, no, no. I was waiting for you. I, I, I thought that was good. No, 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 no. Go. I, I have a I, 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 question. So go ahead. I had nothing there. Okay. Uh, you were going. I, I, I took question, a breath. Like I was gonna, go the question I was going to ask you is, do you think Tucker Craft made the right decision? Because that actually spurred, we spurred all these debates. Like I was on that radio spot and he, the guy was disagreeing with me saying that he, you know, it probably wasn't a smart business decision. Maybe not. But if it's a good personal decision for yourself, then it's a good personal decision for yourself. If you like where you're at, uh, you're comfortable, you you like your teammates, you like your coaches, the value of having a coach that believes in you uh, and, and a situation that you feel like you're really contributing or you, if you want to make a difference, you can feel like you're making a difference. If you if you like uh, getting the rock 70 times a year, great. Then that's a that's a place that you want to be. You know, it, it's some guys aren't focused about on, on that. They're focused on enjoying playing football, playing the sport, getting, you know, some South Dakota state deals. If they get the South Dakota state deals competing for the championship where he wants to compete for the championship. I think that a lot of us would have probably taken the other, the other deals. Uh, But that if I was, I think you have to have a, a very high level of confidence in yourself and in the program that you're at to make a decision to stay when getting offered this, the, the, these, these deals that were uh, on the table and that confidence can only come through with really, really enjoying where you're at. So if you sure you might get uh, the NIL money, but then you're the third, third string tight end, second string tight end, uh, maybe coming in blocky, doing whatever, not doing what you were liking, and then now you're super unhappy in, in the new spot, and now you're trying to transfer back or transfer somebody else somewhere else. Um, so if you're comfortable in your situation, I would say 
I, I think very long and hard before um, abandoning that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree that I, I really do believe that, that Tucker made the right decision here. I'm just not a fan. If a kid's not in the portal, it, it, to make that decision to leave and to succumb to the temptation that is that money, you're you're being tempted and swayed when you had no intent to leave like that that in just in its basis of it, it like i'm not a fan of and if yeah. you are happy where you are but all it takes is is a $500,000 deal being thrown in your face and i agree that like yeah you you need to have that level of confidence in yourself that you're going to become an NFL tight end and make it to the next level and there shouldn't be a news flash to anyone tucker is going to make it to the NFL he's very very talented Ryan Roberts, who I do the show with, who interviewed him, has said adamantly that he is good enough to even leave as a junior this upcoming year. He is that good. But I I agree. I think that if you start something and you don't have an intent to leave, he made the right decision. He committed to his teammates. He willingly chose not to enter the portal. He could have entered the portal after he was an FCS All-American. We've had guys who have done that. And props to them for acknowledging that those guys... That the timing was right to leave and go somewhere else. I am not knocking any of those guys, but I am supporting the fact that Tucker chose not to go in the portal. And because he wasn't in the portal, was not baited away by someone who was completely ignoring the ethics and the the unwritten rules that right. are now tampering. No, if he had entered the portal, different story. If he had entered the portals, checked it out, said, ah, not a good fit for me, different. Not entering the portal and just having somebody say, hey, Hey, you want to come over here? This is what we got over here. Why don't you, you know, now here's so what we could do. I'll be enter the portal now and do that. It just feels scummy. It just does. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like that one bit. It just, I don't know. It doesn't feel like athletes are being protected with their money or with their uh, education or with their athletics. You know, what? what's the deal if somebody gets hurt? What, what's the situation there? You know, what? you give a freshman a whole bunch of money. Uh, you promise him over four years. Uh, this is how much you can make on this deal. He gets hurt, not really the same by senior year. What's protecting him? I'm sure there are some bylaws and stuff that are saying, okay, you have to come through with it. But I mean, it, it is. I feel like people will pull out stuff. Stuff gets dropped. I don't. I, I just don't know who, who. I don't think that the college. What is it, Joe? What did uh, not Labelle? The the other department work in the other department compliance. that was compliance. I don't think that college compliance offices are up to date enough yet to really deal with and protect the athletes. So what I saw on Twitter, and I I wish I did a better job of of bookmarking these things. It wasn't like it was like a really quoted relevant source. It was like, it was a reporter who had indicated from speaking to some people in compliance at some other schools that apparently compliance is communicating with these schools that or with these players that have said, Oh, we I was offered these big contracts. and I, I chose to stay uh, compliance is basically saying like, okay, now you need to tell us who that was and we need to get to the bottom of this. Right. I don't know what the next step is from there because the NCAA is basically playing the lame duck here where they're just going to lay flat on their ass and go, I don't know, you guys do whatever the hell you want because they're all pissy and, and moany that things haven't gone their way. There's no one really to enforce these things. Maybe it's the conferences that are going to have to enforce it. But it sounds like compliance is really like coming in hot with trying to figure out which of these schools are being the scummy ones and trying to go behind everybody's back. Yeah. And it's, I just think we're still a little bit of time away before we, we truly figure it out. And that's what happens. There's growing pains with stuff like that. And it's unfortunate that 
you know, people try to take advantage of it, but at the same time, you need asses in the seats. You need people viewing. You need the money coming in, especially if you want to keep your program running how it is. You want to stay in the green, stay out of the red. It's there's there's so many cogs to this machine that you're just we don't have enough, you know, mechanics for it. We just don't yet. Another thing, and I think maybe this is the last piece of the argument and the discussion that we're talking about today. Before NIL, something that was brought up a lot when you talk to guys that are former athletes, especially for football, is that always take with a grain of salt when you're being recruited out of high school, even if you're also trying to transfer, always take with a grain of salt what a coach is telling you. A coach does not always have, and a university does not always have your best interest in mind. They are saying what they need to do to get you to come play, whether that is saying you're going to come in and start right away. You're going to play at this particular position. You're going to do this, this, and this. You're going to be a freshman All-American. They're going to tell you the things that you want to hear in order to come play for their university. And with those things being brought up to you, every coach does this too. There is not a single coach in the country that doesn't do this in order to get you to come play. And you might make that decision as a high schooler or as a sophomore in the portal and show up on the first day thinking that you're going to be competing for the starting job. And then you look up at the depth chart and you're sixth on the depth chart. Yeah. And you never climb yourself out of that hole. So where I'm really fed up and frustrated with, again, the pushback argument of we're doing this to empower the athletes. And I know that they're getting paid, but just because you're getting handed a paycheck, you might be actually hurting your future more going to a school that only wants to, like I said earlier, they might offer you a lower down NIL deal and you're coming from an FCS program. So that money's obviously going to be more to get you to come be the third tight end. But they might tell you, we're offering you $500,000, $200,000 to come be the starting tight end or the starting left tackle, starting quarterback, starting running back, whatever it is. They're going to tell you whatever it takes to get you to come there. Yeah. Your best interest is not in mind. It's just now there's a price tag attached to being able to bring you in. That's where I'm so frustrated that schools have always manipulated young men into coming to play. And I know it sounds very uh, devious the way that I'm phrasing it, but there are so many kids that we've seen, especially guys that we've played with that have gotten screwed over that thought that they were going to come in and start right away. And it doesn't always pan out the way that you think. I think that no, these guys it, need to trust the environments that they're in. They need to trust their environments and they need to trust their guts. Also, when it comes to this stuff, you, you, if you, if you're looking at five, five papers in front of you and you're, you have a gut feeling on one of them, go with the gut because it's probably not going to be wrong. If you felt like you got an odd vibe from a coach, then you got an odd vibe from a coach. That's not a, that's not how you want to start it off. It's just not going to, you're not going to succeed that way. It, you just won't. And then it's just a, just an incredibly ugly business dealing with, with guys that are uh, just, it, it's, there's too much. What is it? Man emotion is the wrong. It's not the, the, the true word for it. Uh, investment. It's investment without experience. And that is something that, a lot of 16 and 17 year olds are having to do now. You're having to plan for what's going to happen six years in ahead when you were in middle school two years ago. So you're like, it, it, it comes way too fast. And these coaches know it. The administrators know it. The businesses and colleges know it. So they, they know that how impressionable you are. So it's, it's, a, I don't know. It, it, it's, it can be uh, scary when you start thinking about how, how ugly the machine really is. Yeah, 
And we're gonna it's gonna get worse and worse. And I'm really hoping that we do have some type of regulation that isn't put in place and we might not might be a couple years from now before we actually get any of this stuff fixed. But Sean, I think that's a good note to wrap us up on, folks. Be yeah, sure to subscribe. Um, you got anything else to add? Uh, Sanderson Radio on Twitter, Joe DeLeon on Twitter, and then Hack City, Hack City YouTube, which is Hack over City a thousand YouTube. subscribers. Thank you, everybody, for for hit helping us hit that <laughs> one thousand goal. Uh, if you like any video on this channel, just you know, spread it around, subscribe, like, do whatever, comment. If you want, if you like commenting live throughout do, the videos, be, we we have, be like be like Colin who comments sixteen yeah. times every video. It's not even like through the whole video. It's like through the first 10 minutes and then he stops live commenting. Like make it through the whole, Dude, I make it through the so whole many show. Notifica- I, I get so many notifications. No, he actually does it pretty consistently throughout most of it, but really uh, he I, does I, blow I, his load pretty early. Yes. Do you like my new glasses by the way, before I end this? I couldn't even tell they were new. Oh, they're shiny. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.